Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library, and today I have a guest on. Now, when it comes down to any type of business, sales is definitely a skill that needs to be developed, no matter what you are doing. In fact, even as a professional, sales is a skill that needs to be developed. So today I'm excited about the guest that I'm going to have on. He really works with a lot of salespeople in the high tech space. So we're going to definitely dive into it. So stay tuned for the show. Now, if you're looking for a great way to really take your business to the next level, you really want to pay attention to my guest, Chris. So welcome to the show, Chris. Yeah, thanks, Terrell. I really appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Now, Chris, before we jump into the details of your business, you know, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Because they know you're sales related, but tell right. us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so I've been working as a uh, high-tech sales rep or sales leader for 25 plus years in the high-tech industry and uh, still do that, by the way, today. Um, and I think part of the reason we're talking today is during that time, I've done really well, been successful, made good money. During that time, I've consistently been building up a, a real estate business on the side, You know, investing my personal assets into a local multifamily property here. And, uh, you know, that's been really, really successful. It's worked out well and generated some additional income for the family. And, uh, you know, as that's grown, I had decided to scale that up to open it up to other people to invest alongside of me. And so that's when I created this, uh, this brand called High Tech Freedom, which really just creates an opportunity to educate and allow other high tech salespeople like myself to invest in real estate along with us. Um, and uh, create that additional income stream uh, for their uh, you know future plans or retirement. Uh, you know most high tech sales professionals don't have a lot of time to go out and buy property and manage it and you know build a little mini business around it. Uh, they work hard enough as it is, but yet they still want the exposure to that specific asset as part of their portfolio. And so that's what we help them do. Awesome, awesome. You know that's very interesting because even when I you know I think about you know out of all of the professionals, I mean, my background is accounting and finance. And I think about like all the types of professionals, one of the things that you commonly hear is that, you know, a good salesperson will never find themselves unemployed. And also sales is, hey, you eat what you kill. So there's always this, you know, this, this sense of there's always activity to be done. At what point for you, or was it something that happened that made you start thinking like, hey, I'm great at sales, but what else can I be doing outside of that? Well, I think, you know, anytime you have a, uh, a challenge, it forces you to step back and think about, uh, you know, beyond the current year. And so for me, I was a, a salesperson and uh, going through the dot-com bubble back uh, in 99, 2000, when the tech bubble burst, you know, and stock markets collapsed and a lot of the tech companies, you know, just went out of business. Um, there was a lot of my friends that had gone to different companies that were now unemployed, you know, great salespeople, but hey, the company they worked for um, was going under, getting acquired, liquidating. Uh, I was fortunate. I never um, was laid off. In fact, I actually thrived and was able to, to win some really nice business, but it definitely 
was a wake up call for me to see, to say that, you know, I need to have a, some control of my destiny because there's certain things that are out of your control. And if the company struggles and has to, to go out of business, let's say, and I need to move on, I don't want to be desperately out there searching for the next job. I want to find the right job. And so I wanted to have a business that I was building up on the side to create some cushion and some freedom for me. And that's why I spent some time really getting smart on the real estate business and starting to invest my commission dollars into that sector. Now, what was it like for you early on? I mean, were you kind of learning all the hard lessons on your own early on when you were trying to get started with the investing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because everything, the little stuff, even just like, all right, well, creating my own LLC and, you know, figuring out the state paperwork, the federal paperwork, and then going to the bank and realizing that they don't like my operating agreement. And, uh, you know, a, a lot of figuring it out as I went along, um, you know, in hindsight, if I was to go back and do it again, um, I would have probably put more effort into reaching out to other people that had already done it. So, you know, like a platform like what you're doing right now, man, if I was paying attention and listening to that stuff, then uh, it might have saved me a lot of time. Uh, so that's definitely a piece of advice that I would I would pass along. Gotcha. Gotcha. So now, as you, you know, you talked about, you know, part of your you know passion and your your your, your thoughts are like, hey, there are other salespeople who probably living through the same phase that you live through, where it's like, hey, I'm in a sales role is very consuming because, hey, if you're going to be good at it, you got to invest the energy into it. But they have this excess commissions or excess cash that you're like, hey, how can I, you know, how can I actually, you know, put this into something that's going to have, you know, a, a growth value to it. So mm -hmm. when you started really, you know, changing your perspective of, hey, I'm good at doing this myself. You know, was it something that really triggered for you to say, hey, maybe I should start inviting other people to join in some of these deals? Yeah, I, I think at some point when I started to uh, really reap some of the benefits of my hard work, um, you know, I, I started having people ask me about, uh, you know, investing. And, you know, it's interesting because people would come up to me and want to grab a coffee and talk about, well, hey, how do I go? get into real estate and said so to have a chat with them. And, you know, then uh, we leave and, you know, I kind of pay, pay attention to what they're doing. And, you know, I see that they get a new car and on a new vacation. And then I check in, hey, you know, how, how's the journey going on the real estate side? Well, I don't have any money. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I wonder why. Um, but it just, you know, from people asking me more about what I've been doing, it just spurred me to, you know, Kind of scale it up, be a little bit more professional about it, and share my journey with other people so I can help them along the way. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, what ways have you been finding has been helpful for you to be able to share your journey and to connect with other people who are looking for what you have to offer? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I um early on I was never going to meetups. You know, I would see that these meetups were happening, but I never would go. And I was like, I don't have time for that. I got to go sell. <laughs> Uh, but boy, you know, it's now that I, I go to in-person meetups or maybe a virtual meetup, you know, the number of times I meet somebody that says something that exposes my brain to some new idea that I just hadn't thought of always surprises me. And so um, I, I think that's uh, been really important, um, you, know, you know, listening to the podcast, going to um, 
conferences, you know, continuing to sharpen the saw, you know, getting smart around what it is that you don't know. And sometimes it's not so much just the education as it is the exposure to other people that are doing different things that can, can open up new thoughts for you. And, you know, maybe it's similar to what they're doing, or maybe it's something totally different that you hadn't thought of, but you just, you're not going to be the greatest person to, to counter what you're thinking and then generate a great idea off it, right? You have to be engaged with other people to really generate those ideas. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Now, do you find that in, you know, from your sales background, do salespeople typically understand that in the context of being, you know, in an environment around other sales professionals or, you know, going to sales conferences that help them sharpen that skill? No, no. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, I think it's a general 80-20 rule. I think the top performers do get it and, you know, they're always looking to improve, you know, the, the rest of the pack probably don't, you know, they'll go because they're, they're looking to get something from it, you know, maybe a client. But usually if you're going into anything with the idea that you're trying to get something, you're not going to be very successful. It's, you know, flip it around. If you're going into it with how can I give something, create some value, usually you get that in return um, exponentially, but it, you have to go and do it with the right mindset. How can I help others? How can I just generally build new relationships with no expectation of anything coming out of it? And inevitably something great eventually does come out of it. Nice. Nice. I, you know, I, I find that mentality to be such a rewarding one. Um, as you said, I mean, when you, when you go into it with expectations, it seems like there's so much pressure on like trying to turn this situation into something when it's just like, you know, you could ruin a good relation or a potentially good relationship, or you could just be putting too much pressure at a time that it just doesn't make sense right now. Yeah, that's a great point. It, it, the conversation becomes less authentic. It seems like it's being forced down a certain path versus, you know, maybe letting it develop naturally. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. You know, and that's something that I've always been curious about, you know, from every now and then I would take, um, you know, have to do like some continuing education classes to, to keep my, my certified public accountant license active. And every now and then, I would squeeze in some of the sales trainings. And it's one of those interesting things that I hear in sales trainings where they talk about, you know, being able to gauge that and you know, pretty much not trying to convert every relationship or not trying to convert immediately to where in my mind, I was just like, oh, all salespeople think like this. So I'm just like, man, I'm starting to learn as I talk to more sales professionals, maybe all salespeople don't think like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Well, you know, I, I commend you for taking those extra classes while while doing your um, your uh, your kind of the minimum required training, because in any role, um, you know, there's always the direct line salespeople that are responsible for generating revenue. But everybody within the company has a sales role. Um, you know, it could be internal. You know, you could be, um, you know, a product manager. Uh, or on the product team, and you ha you have an idea that will enhance the product that could drive revenue. Well, that's just not going to happen on its own. You have to go present the idea in a compelling way that addresses the needs of the business or the needs of the executive leadership team. You know, just you know, maybe it's not just well, hey, we can go do this and drive an incremental five percent of revenue. Well, there may be bigger issues on the table right now 
a broader strategy that you need to figure out, all right, well, how do I package what I think is a great idea into a way that speaks their language? You know, what's top of mind for them? Uh, not just what I think is cool. And so that's sales, right? And the more that people can work that into their daily job, it's just going to excel them in their role and in their career, uh, regardless of whether or not it's a direct sales role. Awesome. I, I love it. I love it. I mean, and I guess speaking of that, where you mentioned about, you know, sometimes, you know, you have to gauge your audience to where hey, just immediate sales growth is not the, the most pressing topic that's on their mind. So in line with that thought is when it comes down to, you know, sales professionals investing excess commissions or excess capital into real estate, you know, what are some of the concerns or I guess you say the yeah, the concerns that they're trying to solve for when they start looking at opportunities like that? You mean the concerns for the salespeople? What problem are they trying to solve by looking at real estate? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I typically would, uh, you know, I think a lot of times they're concerned that, hey, I have generated maybe a lifestyle that is based off what I'm making today. And I know that my 401k, when I decide to go retire, it's not going to replace the income that I'm making now. So if I want to maintain that lifestyle, maybe a golf membership or whatever, um, I'm going to need to generate some additional streams of income. And so I think the ones that have taken the step to start to look at real estate, that's what they're thinking about is income streams for retirement, you know, to, to have the freedom of time, to have the freedom to maintain that lifestyle that uh, maybe that individual the spouse or the children are used to. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, that makes a lot of sense to me. And I think, you know, from my perspective of talking to some of my business owners, you know, that's one of the things that I do bring up to them at times is, you know, that if your lifestyle is really built on what you're doing right now, it's like, what happens when you want to slow down? You know, what happens? Because at some point you may not want to do this forever. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it is that, you know, it, it's something that, you know, we see over and over of, of people really, you know, I guess, you know, hesitant at times or maybe just thinking in the moment like, hey, what I'm doing now is great and, and, and I really enjoy it. But you won't do it forever, which is, is why I'm very interested in, you know, as people are interested in finding out more about kind of what you guys are doing, um, where can they find you online to find out more information? Yeah, you know, a great great place to go is just to our website, which is hightechfreedom.com. And, uh, you know, they can reach out and contact us there. Or if somebody just wants to learn more about uh, investing in real estate, they can subscribe to a newsletter. Uh, we have a free ebook. Um, uh, we're also going to be posting more content under the resource section. So, uh, you know, just a great place to go get educated uh, and learn more before even approaching the idea of investing in real estate. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, speaking of some of the content that you guys are, are looking to, to post there, will it be video content or written content or audio content? Yeah, so mostly written and audio. So I, uh, in fact, uh, today is 1230. I'm launching a podcast officially on January 1st called High Tech Freedom. So it's in line with our brand. And so we'll have uh, all of those podcast episodes on the website as well. Uh, it's really That's really content more geared towards the high-tech sales professional, um, bringing on other really highly successful high-tech sales professionals, entrepreneurs, thought leaders to share 
uh, lessons learned, best practices, and just insights over their career. And the whole you know, the theme and the really the theme behind the podcast is you first need to learn from the best in order to earn like the best. And then how do you take those hard-earned commission dollars and redeploy them in a way that generates an additional income stream to create that freedom that we're all looking for? You know, and freedom awesome. for you know, freedom, it could be freedom of time. It's really each individual has their own definition of freedom. Uh, and you know, so you know, hopefully we help them help them achieve that. Awesome. Now, what made you um, come up with the idea of doing a podcast? Because different people have been approaching content in various ways where some people have, have decided, hey, written is our path. Um, but I'm curious as to, you know, what about podcasts really started to appeal to you? You know, it's interesting because uh, I started doing some content, just writing up some articles and some blog posts. But you know, what I love about the podcast experience, and you know, I have about 17 episodes in the can now that we've done, is I love, I mean, I'm a salesperson, so I love talking to the people. And the thing that I didn't realize that uh, going into this was every one of these people that I'm talking to, I, I'm learning some great stuff, some great tips, and I'm still, you know, a sales leader. And so I'm hearing some great insights from people. And then I'm turning, turning around and using it for my sales team. You know, I'm using it the next day <laughs> in my job. And um, sometimes it's things that I've heard, but I forgot. Sometimes there's new things that come up. Uh, just some great content that I personally have picked up. So selfishly, um, it's actually sharpening my skills and making me a better sales leader. Nice, nice. I, I love it. I love it. And what's the name of the podcast again? It's High Tech Freedom. High tech freedom. So everyone that is watching and listening to this show, if you're definitely looking to learn from some great sales professionals and entrepreneurs, as I said in the introduction, sales is something no matter what type of business you have. Like I have an accounting and finance business and I intentionally learn about sales because you won't grow your business unless you do. So definitely go check out the podcast. And you said it, it launches January 1st, January 1st. Awesome. Awesome. Now, how often are you guys looking to release episodes? Yeah, it's going to be weekly. So one week we'll have a guest and then one week it'll just be me providing a shorter uh, segment on a very specific topic, uh, you know, around anything related to sales, mindset, goal setting, maybe tips, tactics, whatever it might be. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, as I said, you're watching, you're listening. Definitely. You want to go check that show out um, because Sales is definitely a skill that will be useful if you're a professional or if you are running a business. I mean, definitely you want to check that out to learn from people who have been successful at it. So I love it. I love it. Well, before we wrap up, one question I always love asking every guest that comes on is, you know, what's two pieces of wisdom that you would share with other business owners and it could be something you've already said that you want to reiterate or it could be a new point yeah i think maybe two things and i didn't have this first one totally nailed down but i i think you need to be thinking about your your exit plan right i mean what are you working towards because i've always been sort of a hard worker workaholic head down you know i had no issues putting in the hours but you know, what, what, what's, what's the end goal? And, uh, you know, I've got my vision board back here now. And, um, I've always had this idea that I wanted to build up a certain size of a real estate portfolio and business, but, um, you know, to what end, right. And so I've got, I'm pretty clear on that now. 
Um, so that's number one. And number two is uh, it's just people. I am um, early in my career. I was more of a heads down. I was always a salesperson. So I was always a heads down, go deliver on the numbers, let the results speak for themselves. And that limited, I think, some of my success because I didn't have the concept of bringing more people and be more open into my network to really elevate my success. So, you know, kind of bringing in the team, um, surrounding myself with people that uh, are already kicking butt doing what I'm doing. Um, you know, when you can do that, you're going to accelerate your performance. Um, it's just too hard to just be in your own world, you know, focus on doing your own thing. Um, you know, people will, people will lift you up. And, you know, you've all, everybody's heard that saying, I guess by now that I think Jim Rohn says you're, you're the average of the five people that you surround yourself with. And it's totally true. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Well, Chris, thank you so much for being an amazing guest and coming on the show. Um, it's definitely been a pleasure having you. Thank you, Terrell. I really appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Talk Library. If you like our content, be sure to follow us on social media. And if you want to see more of our exclusive content, you can subscribe and become a member on patreon.com forward slash business talk library. Hey, the Business Talk Library is the place where business makes sense.